Here Comes Heaven, uh, week three, Here Comes Heaven, the theme for today's message is to the lost. Um, we know that lostness is definitely something that we have all been dealing with um, this year. And I hope to speak to that this morning specifically, and I hope to be an encouragement to you. Let's pray together. Uh, we've had a time of worship. And now we are going to the word of God. And I know that we're not together in person and we're gathering online, which means you're watching in your living rooms, which means you're watching maybe in your cars or uh, wherever you are. Um, but we can be together um, virtually here this morning and pray that the Lord is going to do something special through his word. So let's pray. And while I pray, you pray in your heart that God will do something special this morning. Father, we love you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. Most of all, we thank you for Jesus. Father, he is truly the reason. He is uh, why we are here this morning. And so, Father, I pray as we read your word, as we go to your word, as we dig in, Father, and we look for hope and we look for, for grace and mercy, Father, I pray that we would find it. We know that your word doesn't return void this morning, and so I pray that you would do something special uh, in our hearts and in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, man, I'm, I'm enjoying bringing you the message here from my living room and wearing my, my nice comfy um, deer, I think they're deer foam uh, slippers. Um, but nonetheless, we are going to bring the message and the word of God. I'm gonna get one more sip here of this tea. Amen, and we will jump right in. So the verse uh, for Here Comes Heaven this morning uh, that we're focusing on in our three-week series is uh, to the lost. So here's the words, over all who mourn breaks the dawn of salvation. Darkness reigns no more for Jesus is greater. Many have lost loved ones this year. Many have uh, experienced death. Many have experienced uh, a loss of a job, a loss of income, uh, a loss of a relationship. We all have moments and times in our lives uh, when we experience something that we lose, something that we had a firm grasp on. It was going great. Everything was fine, uh, only to find out that we lost it. Uh, the grasp that we once had has been loosed, uh, and, and it has gotten away from us. And this year, 2020, is absolutely no exception. And so uh, no matter who you are this morning, if you're struggling with that, we turn to the word of God for encouragement uh, for that being lost in our lives that you're focused on this morning. Uh, here's something, death will always be something uh, that, that a sin-filled world grapples with. Maybe it is a loss of a loved one this morning. I, I want you to understand that this will always be something uh, if Jesus tarries his coming that we will deal with. Um, Here's some examples of, of things being lost in scripture. How about the lost sheep, the lost coin, uh, and the lost soul? Those are all three things that we're going to talk about this morning. Uh, the first verse I'll read to you this morning is Romans 5, 12. Wherefore is by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. But as sure as the reality of sin is being felt and processed. Listen to this church. The grace of God is there to reverse this curse and offer hope to all those who are willing to be saved. Of course, that uh, sin being present in this world, we will experience death according to the scriptures, but it is not death without hope. Uh, Matthew 18, 11 through 12. Listen to this verse. It's so encouraging. Matthew 18, 11 through 12, these two verses. For the son of man is come to save that which was lost. 
What an encouragement this morning, uh, talking about being lost right here. The, the Lord Jesus Christ addresses it. Here's verse number 12. How think ye, if a man have an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the 99 and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that one which is gone astray? Here's where we find this illustration of the lost sheep, right in the same breath that Jesus talks about. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He gives the illustration uh, of a shepherd who has 99 sheep that are perfectly safe within the fold and one that has gone missing. Would the shepherd not leave the 99 to find the one? We have a caring savior this morning. One who looks at all of us, watch this, as his children and longs for the day that each one that is lost will be found and brought home. What an encouragement. Luke 15, 8 through 10. Let's read this together. Either uh, what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it? And when, when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together. Of, of course, the woman's going to call all of her friends <laughs> and her neighbors together saying, rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say unto you, here it is. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. So, so far we've seen that our savior came to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, we, we've talked about how we have experienced uh, things in our life this year that we have lost in 2020, but the Lord came to redeem those things that have been lost. And, and he equates it first to, to a lost sheep, uh, one that has gone astray, leaving all the, the, the sheep that are there in the fold to find that one and not stopping until he finds it. Then the, the lady that has uh, the lost coin, if she lost a coin, would she not stop everything that she was doing? Diligently clean and sweep the house and look until she finds it. And then when she finds it, she'll be so happy she'll tell all of her friends. What, what is said about this story? It's said that that lost coin is something that would be celebrated like she celebrated with her friends. It would be something that was celebrated in heaven. Here's what I love about this picture. I love this little story because it shows value on each coin. When the Lord looks at his children, he sees the same value placed on each of his children. There is no room in the gospel story for prejudiced segregation or religious caste systems. The Lord is faithful to his mission to seek each one of his children, each one of infinite value to him, each one that is worth saving. What an incredible picture that these two stories are painting for us. Let me ask you this question. What about you, Christian? Of course, we know that Jesus was speaking to his disciples. Uh, he, he was discipling them, those that followed him. But what about you, Christian? How is your posture and your attitude towards those that are lost? If, if a sheep is representative of someone that has is, that is not been found, that has gone away, if a coin that has the same value as the other coins is lost, will that lady not seek diligently? So, so here we, we receive this picture that this important uh, contrast that the Lord is painting between the value of the coin and the other coins and the value of the sheep and the other sheep. 
and how the shepherd and the lady will diligently work. What about you? Will you take that place? Will you take that role where you see the same value? When it comes to things being lost, we have to see that value of what is lost. Can you say that you share the perspective of our Lord and Savior? Luke 14, 34, salt is good. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? The Lord Jesus admonishes his followers to not lose the very essence of why they were found. Don't don't lose, Christian, the very essence of why you were found. What good is salt if it doesn't season? What good is light if it doesn't shine into darkness? Would you agree with me, Christian? that at times we lose our ability to be savory. We lose our ability to season. It seems like we haven't lost our ability to be salty. It it seems like we haven't lost our ability uh, to be angry, to turn, oh yeah, my salt ain't lost its savor. Shoot, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I am super salty. Well, the point is, is is that the Lord is saying, listen, what, what I want you to understand is that you are to season a world that has no taste. If the world's got COVID right now, you know what I'm saying. No taste, no taste at all. The world doesn't understand the goodness of God. You're a sheep, Christian, that has been captured, that's been uh, led to the fold, that is now safe within the arms of Jesus. You're a coin that is, that is kept within the hands of our Savior. You are not lost if you have put your faith and trust in Jesus. But how is your posture to those that are lost? How is your posture toward that sheep that has not been found or that coin that has the same value that is still uh, lost, rather? Are you something that will bring them back? Are you salt that is savory, that, that fulfills its purpose, or have you lost your savory purpose? Have you lost, is it hard for anyone that is maybe on the outside of the church to see that you're actually a part of the family of God? I found that interesting. We fall into a trap of being comfortable with our fellow brothers and sisters that are experiencing our infinite value in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are comfortable in the field with our faithful shepherd, so much so that we lose sight of all the other lost sheep that are not yet to enter into the fold. Let me give you, just by way of the message here, two points this morning. All of that was was introduction. Uh, just to set the stage here for the idea of what was lost in scripture and found and how the Lord Jesus put value on it. But I want to see what all of these stories have in common. What is the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost soul, as we'll see, all have in common? Number one, I see that rescue has a price. Rescue has a price. The shepherd must risk the other sheep. He must travel into harm's way, The woman must devote her time to what seems like endless, fruitless searching and enter into what could be the valley of disappointment. Listen to this scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Let's read this scripture, Uh, Philippians 2, 5 through 8. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of the servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. 
Jesus to seek and save us became one of us. The incredible truth of the Christmas story, here comes heaven, is that our savior became the essence of our lost being in order to restore us to our divinely created purpose. As we talk about the Christmas story, as we talk about the first advent, about Jesus coming to earth, do we realize what that means? Do we realize that that was our shepherd coming to redeem us, coming to save us as he left heaven? Think, think about it. He humbled himself. He became obedient unto death. Jesus, uh, wherefore God hath also exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Yes, that will be the end result. But to get to the place where he redeems all of us back to him, all those that, that believe, he first had to experience the same lost, uh, the same lostness that we experience. Rescue has a price for the Lord to go find that one sheep, he had to go into harm's way. The woman had to put the work in. Have we identified as heaven comes to us that are lost, thinking of this song that we've been singing for the last three weeks, over all who mourn breaks the dawn of salvation. That salvation cost Jesus something. The Christmas story as we teach our children, we should teach our children that it was an amazing miracle what the Lord did for us. It was an amazing miracle, and him rescuing us means that it cost him everything. He was both God and man, and the manhood that he put on, the human flesh that he put on, he literally became sin for us. That becoming a man led him to the cross. He became obedient unto death. When we talk about, when, when we talk about rescue this morning, right, we're thinking about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost soul. All of those things are rescued by someone. And this morning we are celebrating Jesus Christ as we do every Sunday at Bethlehem. And the fact of the matter is, is that we were all lost. We were all that lost sheep. We were all that lost coin and we had need of a savior. We had need of rescuing. But in order for someone to rescue someone, it costs them something. Let's look at that this morning. The first thing is that rescue has a price. Rescue has a price. Here's the second thing about rescue. It also has a privilege. Rescue has a privilege. Let's read these verses together. Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. My goodness gracious. Listen to this one with me or read it with me if you want. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Listen, rescue also has its privilege. Rescue has its cost to the one that is rescuing uh, that lost person, but to the one that was lost that is now found. Understand your infinite privilege because of the price that was paid. If you are alone, 
if you are abandoned, if, if you're living in that state like we talked about in the beginning where we all have experienced being lost, we all have experienced loss this year, if that's you in this moment, understand this, understand. If you feel unworthy, you need to be rescued this morning. You need to be rescued. Jesus came around the entire globe. The name of Jesus and the announcement of his birth will ring out all for the purpose of rescue. We all stop every time this time of the year rolls around and we hear Christmas carols and Christmas music being sung. No matter where we are, we hear uh, the holiday season, right? The Christmas season. Why? Why is that? Because it was the season of him coming. It's, it's literally proof that Jesus Christ came. It's, it's proof that he came. Why did he come? I take you back to one of those earlier verses. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And to be rescued has a privilege, an incredible privilege. And so if you're not experiencing that privilege, if you're not experiencing the love that Jesus Christ has for you this morning, you don't have to leave this live stream with that same feeling of desperation. You don't have to leave this live stream this morning with that same feeling of emptiness. You can be rescued this morning. Rescue, uh, if you think about it, rescue has its price and that price Jesus paid. And so therefore to be rescued by Jesus is and will have privilege. My goodness, he lived without sin while you were sinning. Romans 5, 8 says, but, but if God, I didn't put it in the slides, but if God commended his love toward us, but God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He, he lived without sin while we were sinning. He paid a penalty on the cross and in the grave to allow us to be rescued from our own penalty. All he asks is that you put your enduring faith and trust in him. He is ready to carry you into the beloved field with the rest of the brothers and sisters, with the rest of the sheep. He is ready to rescue you this morning. He is ready to show you what it's like to be loved and to have infinite value like that lost coin. He's, he's ready this morning. If you are lost, he wants to rescue you. Maybe you Christian are sitting here watching this video going, yeah, 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 I was rescued. I, I, I remember that day, whoop-de-doo. Have you lost your savor? Have you lost the very thing? You've lost the very thing that rescued you? Let's understand that being rescued has, has its privileges this morning and that we are not here on our own merit, but we're here because of the goodness of God. He paid the price on the cross. He proved that he was who he said he was when he came up out of that grave. That's the gospel. Jesus Christ wants to rescue you this morning. Let me ask you this question. Will you allow him to rescue you? If you aren't a Christian, if you don't know the Lord, if you clearly have been doing life on your own and not in a community of other brothers and sisters in Christ, let me ask you this. Will you be rescued this morning? Will you allow our savior who has paid the price to rescue you to give you the rights and privileges of being a son and daughter of the most high king? That's what he wants this morning. As we talk about here comes heaven, week three, heaven came for the lost. Heaven wants 
to rescue each and every person on the face of the planet. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes right now. And let's pray together. Let's, let's take a moment and, and have, if, if you're there in your living room or wherever you are, if your kids are around, let's just bow our heads and close our eyes together. And let's have a moment, a time of prayer. If you have been rescued, if you know that you're a child of the King, just rededicating your heart, the fact that you're there because of the price that he paid. If you've been taking those privileges for granted, confess that to the Lord. Change right now in this moment. Say, Lord, I will not take for granted the security, the grace, the mercy, and the love that you have given me. The privilege to be rescued this morning because we were all lost. If you're watching this morning and you're like, Pastor Matt, I am abandoned. I am alone. I don't have someone with me. I wanna invite you this morning to be rescued. I wanna invite you this morning to allow Jesus to reach down and and he will put his loving arms around you. We already read the verse. I mean, it, it says in scripture that if thou, that you shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be what? Saved. Thou shalt be rescued. Thou shalt go from being a lost sheep and a lost coin. You have value and shall be rescued and shall be placed in the family of God. You shall be saved. But you see, you have to allow Jesus to rescue you. You have to put your faith and trust in him and let him do a work in your life that you cannot do for yourself. Let's pray together. Father, we love you and we thank you for your goodness and your grace. Father, I pray right now that if there is someone that is watching this live stream that doesn't know you as Savior, I pray right now that they will give their life to you, that they will accept you right now as their Savior. And Father, I pray that if there's some Christians that are watching this live stream that have lost their Savior, that have lost their reason for why they were found, that this morning, Father, they would uh, remember again what it's like to be rescued. Father, thank you for rescuing us. Thank you for coming to us, leaving heaven, coming to earth to rescue us, your children, your lost sheep, your lost coin of infinite value made in your image. Father, we are so grateful this morning for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you have questions this morning, if you have questions about becoming a follower of Jesus or, or what it's like to accept Jesus into your life and for him to save you, please just comment below. Um, if, you, uh, if, you, if you don't wanna comment below here, just send us a private message. Reach out to us because we wanna talk with you and help you walk through that. Uh, we love you so much. Also, if this is your first time joining our live stream, up above in the description is uh, a link that you click and, and fill out that form and we'll send you a million dollars, I promise. Just kidding. Uh, we won't send you a mil million dollars, but we will send you a gift from our church. We're so thankful that you've joined us uh, uh, here and also uh, take some time if, if you're a regular member and you'd like to give your tithes and offerings um, following this video you can just click the link above as well and continue the work of the Lord um, during this difficult time church I love you thank you so much for liking and sharing this post and joining us on this week three of here comes heaven <laughs>